I'm left is at the little microphone. La 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 la. Where is it? Ah, oh, okay. Peter. <laughs> Drew, can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay, so I'll mute if I have to cough. Okay, so from Would you change your name? I changed my name. I'm no longer Fugazi. It's so stupid. What? You what can refer to me as Gazy or Gator. It's actually the stupidest thing Where ever. Where did you come up with Gator? <laughs> what the fuck is Gator? You like it's, it? <laughs> no. What is that? Gazy is okay. <laughs> what's, what's Gator? Yeah, what's Gator? Gator. Like, like an alligator. What does that have to do with you? You're not anything close to an alligator. You're not a submission specialist. <laughs> like you're the okay. first thing from a from an alligator. Okay, let's talk about this on the pod. Let's talk about this gator. This is the pod. Okay. Oh, one thing. Oh, this is the pod. This is the pod. But oh, are you serious? All right. I'm just, I'm well, just really concerned of gator. Name. From two and a half fighters to two and a half gators. Oh, God. Gators. <laughs> I was going to tell you, if this wasn't the pod, we got to talk about that Stephen A. Smith and Joe Rogan feud. Uh, uh, anyway, okay, uh, yes. wait, what's Gator? Like, what is it? Okay, you, come so up you, with it? You, you, want, you want to dive into Gator, then Smith? Because Gator yeah. is like, I'm really curious of the root of you changing your name to Gator. Yeah, what is this? Go. Uh, Gator? Yes. <clears throat> like, I've gone as far as I can with Fugazi. You didn't even do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing has been done with the name Fugazi. So I dropped a foo, left a gazy. Then I was thinking gut gut gator. From where did you get gazy to gator? Just came, just came to me. I don't know. It's pretty Look, stupid. If you don't like gator, you could go with gazy. No. Bro, those are your only choices. Those Chris, are kill him. Choices. Kill him. Yeah. Just kill him. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna fight for this name, Gator, Gazy, or whatever the fuck it is. That's just ridiculous. When did you think of Gator? It's an awful name. I had the the epiphany today. Oh, so it's today. Today, we'll see how it goes. Sometimes you never know. Maybe it won't last. It won't last. It's gonna last. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. Interesting. Interesting start to this. Tuesday pod. That's, that's, I'm, I'm just, I'm baffled. Don't be baffled. You'll see. Give it time. I, I won't. I really won't give it time. I disagree <laughs> with it completely. You're going to be. Yeah. Uh, you have to run it by us before changing your name. Seriously. You're going to be walking along one day and thinking, I wish my name was as cool as Gator. No. That's horrible. <laughs> that's all. That's like the worst thing I've all ever heard. All things sound life. bad at the beginning. I guess. Then they start to catch on. Yeah. Okay, sure. You know what? Gator. Okay, Gator. Go ahead to the first question. Hard. So, uh, I'm already fed up of him. Mm-hmm. I'm fed up a Gator. Yeah, I'm fed up a Gator. Before we dive balls deep into this cast, Mills, tell us about the golly gummies. Tell us about those gummies. First of all, you we like we had to like physically chill. This is ridiculous. I was on another podcast beyond the the fight, which was great with Andrew. It was great, but we haven't good. we haven't been chilling, so I couldn't give you guys some gollies. But my experience with the gollies has been phenomenal. I've been going to the bathroom and it's been looking really good. <laughs> 
because of those gollies. <laughs> because of those gollies, man. I feel really good. I take them like every two days. I take two in the morning, and I just feel feel good. Like my immune system is nice. My bladder, my my bladder system. If that makes any sense? Is that a thing? Is that a thing? Mm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> bladder system. Is that a thing? I mean, I think it's just the bladder. Just the bladder. Yeah. <laughs> nah, bladder man. system is like a a boat that leaks. <laughs> Is that what it is? Is that what it is? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I really don't like, think I'm not sure. I never heard bladder, bladder system. Bladder system is not a thing, is it? No. The bladder, just bladder. I ended just up bladder. the bladder. Just so my bladder, my bladder is very correct. Great. Amazing. So. <laughs> Get yourself some golly gummies right golly now. Golly gummy gator triple G book it. <laughs> uh. Gators golly gummies. That's Crazy. it. That's a new podcast. That's <laughs> Jesus. Thanks for telling us about the golly gummies. Now, all right. So, how we're gonna do it? There's a lot of fights to catch up on. We haven't we haven't met and discussed fights in a while. So we'll start off with, of course, mm-hmm. the big one, the one everyone was waiting for, and the one that some people were disappointed. We'll get to that later. But Conor McGregor. I mean, we're not gonna talk about any other fights. Just saying mm-hmm. that now. We're only going to talk about Conor McGregor and Donald Cerrone, January 18, 2020, UFC 246. I want to know from both you guys, I want to know before the fight, Conor McGregor, Cowboy, what were you thinking? During the fight, what were you thinking? And now that the fight's over, we had a week to digest, what are you thinking? So give me the before, the during, and after the short 40 seconds. Start with you, Keek. All right, so I'll start with before what I was thinking. It's true, we didn't talk, we talked about it a lot, but a while ago, not recently. Yeah. To be honest, before it happened, I sort of I had a feeling like Connor should have won. In the end, he did. That's what I had. But then as the fight got closer, I kept thinking, what if Donald KOs him with a head kick? Yeah. Connor hasn't fought in a while. Is Connor back to being serious? Is Connor still drinking? Is Connor, you know what I mean? Still in that angry kind of state he was in in that Khabib fight that was pretty dark. So these are the type of thoughts that were reaching, that were fucking coming to me as the day got closer. That day, everyone knows, same for some of you guys also, I have a serious bias towards Conor. When he fights, I, I try to analyze it, but at the same time, I get really, really nervous. So that's the way I was during the fight. To be honest, only 40 seconds lasted, so my nerves didn't last too long. Uh, we're going to get into it in more detail. I don't know how much detail you want right now, but I was extremely impressed with Connor. You know, those shoulder strikes. Just to be honest, how, first of all, he looked amazing before the fight, also. Looked, his body looked the best it's almost ever looked. He looked strong, he looked thick. And yeah, it was a spectacular performance. But uh, we'll hear what Mel's us say, and then I guess we'll get in more detail about it. Oh, well, uh, pretty much kind of the same thing. I, I thought that Cowboy was going to, you know, it was, it's that conversation we had back and forth is Donald, uh, he, he kind of always chokes in the big lights, big, uh, like the big main event kind of stardom thing. He always kind of chokes when he's like kind of, he's already like in the Hall of Fame and one of the greatest fighter ever, but he never like, where everything had the opportunity to like touch the line of like pure greatness, like he never really strived. So that was kind of the thing and we knew it was the fast start, so Right away, he went for the left, ducked, got with the knee, and then the shoulder strikes. Like Connor just exploded quick. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm very imp- I'm very impressed with Connor. Even though a lot of people are saying other other things, like I'm super impressed of how he performed, how he looked, 
and how he kind of like really embraced the moment. He kind of yeah. he reminded me of like the old Connor. Like yeah, like, like he was he was kind he was kind of cocky, but like not really. It was kind of like when he was on his rise of fame. Mm-hmm. So that was like at one forty five. Oh yeah, like when yeah, he was, that's uh, how he's seen. Yeah. What, what I was agree. That, what was that interview? His post fight one with, with the pocket watch. Who did he just fight? You know when he was. Uh, uh, yeah, that's oh my god, that's like really in the beginning. Barely anyone knew who he was. And yeah, that's that what was reminding me of. Yeah, me too. Me too. Exactly the same. It felt like, like the one forty five Connor. Yeah. So what about you, Joe? Impressive. Oh, go ahead. Impressive. No, no, it was impressive. Just wanted to just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So uh, I'm with you guys. Before the fight, I thought he looked great. Looked better than he did against both Diaz and. I know Connor's peak, like prime mode, is we think of it as 155 when he fought Eddie, and even when he fought Floyd, 153, he was, I mean, perfect. Like, like that division is made for like 155. Like, what should a 155 fighter look like? Connor, right? Perfect. Yeah. But I don't know, 170, man. He, I don't know if he's just. I think he just works too hard, trains too hard. I know fighting Khabib. I mean, that Connor who fought Khabib, I'm not making any excuses. He got beat. And maybe the Connor who showed up against Donald gets beat again by Khabib. Yeah. But it's just crazy how... And I guess this works for everybody. Uh, you know, I go, go back to Ronda Rousey if she never lost. And she just kept on, you know... I don't know, really. Maybe Ronda just ran into st- tough competition. But I don't think that happened to Connor. I think Connor just legitimately, like, fell off and mm-hmm. lost focus and... I agree, yeah. So uh, I would love to see what Connor could do, and you know, in his prime focus, not drinking, training hard, taking it very seriously, pretending like he's broke. Like Joe Rogan said, at best, he's fighting. He the guy has everything. Yeah, I love fighting it. like he has mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he's like he's fighting like he has two dollars in the bank, but he crazy. has like two hundred million. Like, in the I bank. find that yeah. more impressive than Connor's performance because. Fuck, I mean, when things are going good, it's hard. I mean, even us, our day-to-day jobs, you know, sometimes you get too easy, things get too easy, let's say, right? And you just get into the ease of things and you think, ah, this doesn't matter, I can do this, this is easy. But for a fighter, they pay the ultimate price if they think that they get knocked Mm, out, right? And they wake up the next day. So the fact that Connor was able to stay motivated, to me, that was even more impressive than the 40 seconds. But... uh, yeah, overall, before the fight, again, I wasn't worried about Cowboy. Guy lost three fights in a row, you know, even the best Cowboy, right? When Cowboy was on that tear before he fought RDA, the best Cowboy put him against the best Connor. He's not lasting more than a round. Even not the best Connor against the best Cowboy, I'll still say Connor. Unfortunately for Cowboy, he ran into the best Connor we've seen in a while. Yeah. So, so the fight itself was perfect. He hit him with everything except elbows, I think. Hit him with shoulder, hit him with kick, hit him with knee. Yeah. I mean, hit him with the left, obviously, some right. So, uh, perfect, perfect performance from uh, from McGregor. Anything you guys wanna wanna talk about the fight more technically? I know it's only forty seconds. Yes. <laughs> uh, from a technical standpoint, uh, what did you see that you liked uh, from Connor? To be honest, and even something we could even touch upon the weight issue again. Just before we get into that, just quickly, that's something else I forgot to say before the fight when I heard it was announced at one seventy. I have to admit. Uh, I, w- I kept saying, oh my God, why did he do that 170? I would have preferred it just being a 155, just because we've only seen Connor once at 170. Same for 155. I haven't seen him too many times there either. It's not like he's, his whole career has been at 155. But I have to admit, it worried me a little bit. But after seeing him, and this is closely tied to the question you just asked, after seeing him in that 40 seconds just completely destroy Donald, it looks like. He has enough, whether or not he has the absolute firepower of 
the bigger 170 fighters like Usman and Masvidal, he looks like he has enough. That's the thing. It looks like he has enough to knock someone out in that division because we've only seen him in Diaz in that division. I think a lot of people gave him a hard time. They don't realize how tough, how durable Diaz is, even against Masvidal. But in terms of his, and we'll probably get back into that uh, weight issue, but in terms of his performance with his technique, I think people forget that Conor has more than just the left hand. I feel like when everyone talks about him, it's just that left hand. But as you saw last Saturday, my God, the guy has everything. He has even new things, like the shoulder strikes that no one's ever... I've never really... I've seen John Jones do it a little, but never with the intention of trying to hurt someone. It's usually like for positioning. I've never seen someone like put force into it. And God, Conor really knows how to put in that force. And, you know, with the kick and the knee and... I think people were blown away, not only that he beat him in 40 seconds, but the way he did it, that he would a head kick and all that. So, yeah, Mills, what did you think of his technique? Before before Mills, before you jump in, uh, I, yeah. I think uh, you made two great points. One, the fact that people think Connor only has a left. I mean, even me, I'll be honest, I like I forgot that yeah. fucking Connor <laughs> has all these other things. I mean, the left just works so well. Why would you go away from that? Nobody, literally nobody could take it. Uh, at 45, Eddie couldn't take it at 55, Cowboy couldn't take it well, Cowboy couldn't take anything but yeah, that's first great point and second great point, I'll ask you Mills actually bounce it off you, do you think the, regarding the weight at 170, do you think he fought Cowboy I mean, a chinny Cowboy, definitely not the biggest 170, not even close, how do you think Connor would fare 170 against Usman, Masvidal Woodley, some of the monsters well, you got well, well, you guys, you guys made really good points going to now that like everyone thought Connor had it had the left hand, but now you like you guys we got like reminded of his uh, his like karate taekwondo like style like we forgot about his kicks, um, the, the the shoulder thing you know it's we've seen a lot of people do it, like Chris mentioned with John Jones, but like he did it to the intent of really trying trying to knock him and, and it all goes with with his mental state right he was. He he kept on saying he felt really good, and uh, when he weighed when he weighed in with Diaz, he weighed I think both times like one sixty eight. Now he weighed like one seventy prime. Like even though that's a pound two pounds, like that's a difference. That's still a, yeah. a monumental like difference. Like he he looked fantastic and he he showed a lot. But like like we said, like I'm not trying to take anything away from Cowboy, but yeah, this is a chinier Cowboy. Yes, this is a older Cowboy. This is a cowboy who's been through through wars, and it, he's kind of like he's just having fun with it. He's yeah, he's saying he wants to fight for the belt, but is he really fighting for the belt? He's just doing it for the love of the game, right? And when you love it, you know, he he left it. He he, he was in a fight, a winner, a winner. If he lost, he still won. If he won, he still won. He was there was never a losing point for cowboy. He got the money in the bank. He got the extra push of stardom of people knowing his name and that's what what is a cowboy but like you said like let's go like 170 jesus like him against jorge that that's an insane fight like that's that's very tough him against uzman that's a very tough fight even him against yeah. colby <laughs> very tough fight the winner of, of uh, woodley and leon that's a really tough fight like all these fights are like you gotta really like okay is is he gonna make the 170 because Woodley, Usman, uh, Colby, these guys cut weight to hit 170. Yeah, Cowboy may have cut, like, what, maybe max 10 pounds? Like, Usman, like, weighs in 200 pounds. They cut a significant amount of weight. And then you go to 155. You have Khabib. You have Ferguson. There's so many guys that Connor has to up his game. He has to change his game. He has to 
he needs new new tactics. He has to balance stuff off. Like I think it's it's really rough. Like Cowboy was the perfect fight to come back to because now there's like a lot of things like setting up for him. But man, that that, that one seventy division, like he needs. I, I hate to say it because I, I just love the best fights, but he has to pick his fights accordingly to to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You an answer, Joe? Well, I think uh, you said it best. He has so many options at both divisions, 55 and 70. Uh, I guess we'll we'll end our discussion on Connor Cowboy with just a quick, who do you want to see? Like, pick a fight. What's next for Connor? Fifty-five, seventy, and who? And what? Do, what do you want to see next for Cowboy? I could, uh, I could get it going for Connor. I really want to see him fight Masvidal, but I think Masvidal deserves Usman, so let's mm-hmm. book Usman and Masvidal. And as much as I want to see Connor and Nate again, I feel like even if Connor fights Nate and knocks him out in the first round, like, but it makes sense. It makes sense, but I don't know. It won't. It won't show because I. When I think of Connor's next few moves, it's to get to the title shot, right, and become the king again. And beating Nate to me doesn't really yeah. show me yeah, much. Because to get the title, you got to be guys like Usman, Diaz, uh, sorry, uh, Masvidal, or Khabib. it doesn't show much. But a winning Connor is yeah. what we want to see, right? Of course. Like, like, of course. like, let's see for like he, he fights needs that trilogy. Like we say it now, oh, we're not down. But then it gets announced, like, oh my god, of course. we're so down. Of then he wins. Like we just we need, we just want Connor to win. Like if he fights, uh, uh like, like it's like a random a random guy in the top ten. We just want him to win. Yeah, no, uh, you guys are right. And yeah, I, although to be honest, the Nate Diaz trilogy is not the fight I, I'm dying compared to the others. I'd still be happy. I'm sure all the casual fans would get into it, especially Nate Diaz. Everyone forgets he's pretty popular himself. Not anywhere near Connor, but a lot of people associate him with Connor. So if you ask me from a fan perspective, I want Masvidal and Connor. I'm thinking of how big it'd be, you know, for the BMF title also. I don't even know if that would be possible, but just to see Connor with three belts, even though one's not technically the real one, just that image, I can picture him. There'll be a lot of trash talk. So that's a, that's a fan in me. However, when you really think about it, let's not kid ourselves. Masvidal really deserves a title shot of 170 against Usman. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's a tough one. But if you're asking who I want to see, I definitely don't want, I definitely don't agree with Dana's choice that he wants Connor almost to really get that Khabib fight and wait for it. First of all, what if Khabib loses, which is very possible against Tony? And Connor kept talking about this is his season, 2020. He wants to have like three, four fights. He needs to get going. Like maybe, who knows? Maybe they'll announce something like Gaethje. Like something just while while waiting. You know what I mean? Because Dana seems really serious about having him fight Khabib again. But I don't know. What do you think, Mills? Who do you think he should fight next? Or who do you think he will fight next? No, I, I definitely agree with you. I think th- I, I think that whole post fight with, with Dana, I think Dana was just like living mm. in a moment. Like, oh my God, this was like, he, I think he was freaking out for like, like for, like for us, I I love the card, but for like a casual fan, like they would say the the fight card the the card was dog shit. Mm-hmm. And imagine yeah. if a card like that produced the numbers that Dana thought it produced, he was on a high and like, oh, Connor's winning again, him against Khabib, biggest pay per view of all time. Like he was, I think he was just in the hype of things. I don't think yeah. he was really like thinking properly. Like, okay, Connor just beat Cowboy in forty seconds. He's fresh now. Who else is fresh? Gaethje's fresh. Uh, yeah, Jorge's fresh. Good. Like these, like the names you guys are saying, these are fresh names. Like 
that that would make sense. That would definitely make sense. Nate now, Nate just he lost, but it was because of the cut. Happened what in November? He might be fresh. Like these, you have to look at who's fresh because I think Connor's probably gonna fight around April. I think he's gonna wait. I think he's really serious about waiting if Ferguson or Khabib pulls out. He goes in. If nothing goes in, I think he has a, a replacement fight like a month later or a couple of weeks later, and uh, the opponent will know. So uh, I think it's all yeah, it's all about right. like how, how how many times have we seen that in fighting that like guys wait in, like we wait yeah. in just in oh, case. So many it, times, yeah, yeah. So like, like you're training right? Like look at the Diaz; they train twenty four seven, three sixty five. There's no off season for a, even uh, for a lot of fighters. There's never an off season for Connor now. Forty seconds, he's fresh. We just have to find out who else is as fresh as Connor. Usman mm-hmm. just got surgery. Um, is Jorge is, is Jorge waiting for him? Where, where's Colby at? Is, is Colby yeah, where's healthy? Colby at? Like, yeah. yeah, like we have to ask. Like these are the questions to be asking. Like, is is the Khabib Tony fight gonna happen? Like, it, it makes sense. And and like like we said, everybody's saying that Khabib Connor, Khabib Connor, fucking Ex- Ferguson is in the mix, yeah, man. Like this is crazy. You can't just, yeah, you can't just think Khabib for sure. You know. And who the fuck goes into a Tony Ferguson fight and leaves and their face is perfect? If Connor decides to wait for Khabib, he might have to, because after there's Ramadan, he might have to fight Khabib like next October, November. Connor's not waiting that long. Him and his team kept, kept talking about the season. He wants to fight three times. Connor's not going to wait until next October. God, I hope not. Comes back, looks this spectacular, and then fights all, almost in a year. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I really don't think. I don't think he's waiting for that fight. Regardless of what Dana wants, I don't think he's waiting. But just one more thing about, wouldn't you guys put the, your fan aside and the casual fans and forget how popular Connor is? The question everyone's asking is, well, most people who are in this are asking, how would Connor do a 170 against real 170ers? Because Cowboy, let's face it, he's, he's a 155er and so is Connor, right? Technically, Connor's body doesn't look exactly like Usman's, Woodley, Ponzinibbio, guys like that. They're way bigger. If Connor's really serious about trying to fight somebody at 170 again, wouldn't it be just amazing as a fan? Set set aside that he fought Floyd. Pretend all this stuff never happened, that he's rich and he'll only fight the best of the best, the most popular. Wouldn't it be nice to see Connor against a legit 170-er? Not named Usman and the best of the best. Like, imagine Connor just taking fights at 170, like Connor and Mike Perry. I'm, I'm telling you, this would never happen, but Connor and Ponzinibbio. Connor and Damian Maya, just to see how he'll fare against guys like this and then take on the best of the best of 170 in a perfect world. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. But like but no one would order it. <laughs> no one no one would order it and like Besides us. <laughs> yeah, besides us and, and and we're talking about like those names. Like when when you were saying like a real 170, in my head I was already thinking Perry. Like it was like Yeah, I, I, that's amazing. I, 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 I knew that I was saying, but like then you look at Perry now. He just got knocked out. Like, imagine him against Neil, that guy who just knocked out Perry. Jeff Neil. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, like Jew. Like, be honest. Like, you think Connor has a chance against this kid Neil? Chris, does he have a chance against this kid Neil? Maybe, but holy shit! I would love to see. Yeah, I'd love to see him against other 170s. Because against Donald, yes, it's impressive, and it looks like he has serious power, and he was fucking. You know what I mean? Like, he looked thicker than usual, but. I'd like to see him before talking about him fighting Usman in a perfect world. It would be great to have him fight other 170s who are not so like on top of their game. Like somebody like a Mike Perry. He's not horrible, but wouldn't it be good to see how Connor would fare against somebody of those people of both sizes? 
I don't know. What do you think, Joe? I think that all these fights will never happen. Never. Yeah, <laughs> never. Because of the rankings, We're saying, basically. Yeah. Right, Jeff Neal, he's phenomenal. He's knocking out everybody, making every, everything look easy. But then again, he hasn't fought in anybody even close to Connor. No, and, no. You know, uh, again, this all comes back to I feel like we're kind of saying that Cowboy sucks, which he might because he might just be finished. I mean, he's gotten both his last two fights haven't lasted longer than a round, and he's been viciously knocked out. And before that, he fought Ferguson. You could say he hasn't really done anything in his last three fights. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty much true because he didn't do anything against Ferguson. He just got beaten the shit out of Gagey knocked him out fairly quickly and obviously Connor obliterated him. So you could say that he's finished. I wouldn't be opposed to saying that, but I'm not even really saying he's finished. I just yeah, look, Connor didn't beat, uh, you know, we got to be honest. Cowboy's Cowboy. Yeah, he's a fan favorite. He's not like one of the best of the best. Cowboy has no place fighting like Usman. He already fought Masvidal, you know what I mean? But it's still really impressive. The fact that he did it in 40 seconds, yeah. that's just impressive. Because yeah. no one else did it in 40 seconds. Not Gaethje, not uh, Masvidal, none of them. Not even Darren Till. So it's impressive. It's not even that. I'm just saying, I, I'm, I, I don't know myself. Like, Connor hits very hard. It looks like a 170, you know, he's got that firepower. Even, and I keep saying that word because it, it's stuck in my head. That's what I think of now when I think of Connor 170. Yeah, sure. Is he able to knock out Usman? Is he? How's his wrestling against a guy that big? You know, these guys are way bigger than Khabib. So anyway, it's just a question that keeps coming to me. That's true. Yeah, definitely yeah. true. So look, we can talk about Connor all day. Yeah, all day. <laughs> so uh, fast, real quick. Last thing on this fight, Cowboy, just quickly retire, yes or no, or one last fight, an easy fight, get him a win, retire on a win. What do you want to see, Mills? Uh, I I I, lo- I love Cowboy, but I I want to see him retire. It's yeah. uh it's it's done. There's really no no interesting fight. Like he, he fights anybody, I, I won't buzz. I'll watch it just because it's Cowboy. But there's nothing there's nothing more he needs to do for for me to to love him more. I I think it's just uh, it, it's like with Chuck, it, it's over. Like I love yeah. you, Chuck. There's no it was it's not necessary you're getting knocked out by Rich Franklin. It wasn't necessary you getting knocked no, out by like. It's not necessary anymore. You got knocked out the last couple of fights. I love you regardless. Uh, just call it quits. Sure. Keek, what do you think? Yeah, same thing. I'd like to see him retire. Yeah. I'll, uh, I, I'll say I, I'd like to see him retire too, but I think he keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I don't think he retires. <laughs> no, he loves you. But no, he won't. He should, but he won't. <laughs> All right. So, um,. Moving on from UFC, on Saturday we had two big cards. We had UFC Raleigh, um, Blades versus Dos Santos, and we had Bellator 238, Bud versus Cyborg. Yeah. So we'll start off with uh, Bellator. So Cyborg obliterates Julia Bud via fourth round TKO. Looked like Julia Bud had absolutely no business being in there with Borginha, who will now take titles in strike force ufc bellator and what am i forgetting invicta invicta so yeah, basically huge never before, just champion in everything i think dan henderson was the only one close he just couldn't get the ufc belt but he had everything else yeah. um so yeah i mean uh, other notable things on the card to mention darian caldwell beats adam borix 
Juan Archuleta beats Henry Corrales. Sergio Pettis picks up his first Bellator win. Barry Impressive. Raymond Daniels again. Are they going to finally give this guy somebody good? or Because it just looks stupid. I don't know. Anyways, maybe you guys comment. Yeah. But, Raymond uh, Daniels an MVP. I don't know. Did you guys see the fight? Raymond Daniels versus... Uh, it looked like yeah. the guy was paid to lose. Like, I don't want to yeah. say that for against a, 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 a fighter, but, like, come on. Like, this yes. is why Bellator, like... Yeah, that, know, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. This guy can't be doing that, dancing around, like... MVP dances, dances. You finally put him with somebody, and he gets his head fucking knocked off. Yeah. So I don't like these stupid fights where this guy fights a guy off the street. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, like you, yeah, UFC. Like, what, who's the last guy to dance? Like Anderson and bro, like, nobody dances. Yeah. That guy, Michelle Pereira. You guys know what I'm talking? Does backflips and shit. Of oh, course, yeah. the Capoeira <laughs> dance. He lost to a last-minute replacement little kid from Vancouver. So yeah. you can't do that. KO. No? Nobody dances. <laughs> And like, okay, you want to say Israel, but it's not. Whoa, it's, yeah, no, it's not dancing. No, it's, it's not dancing. It's precision yeah. striking. Yeah. Style, you know, dodging, hands down, gaining confidence, and then one shot, you're dead. But even Silva got knocked out. So I'm just saying, in the UFC, there is none of that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we got to remember, though, Israel, if he does do some little kind of dance moves, he's doing it against the best of the best. He's doing exactly. it against, like, Robert Whittaker. Exactly. This uh, Raven Daniels, although crazy, he's doing it against uh, a guy who looks like he fucking drove an Uber there. You know what I mean? Exactly. True. Same. True. Also, yeah. thinking of Cody Garbrandt versus Dominic Cruz. I mean, this is different. We're, t- we're talking yeah, about different well, levels. Yeah, he's the best of the best. Yeah. And uh, Raymond Daniels is, like, 41 years old, by the way. Oh, cool. really? Yeah, he's in his fight. I might be wrong, but he's like at least 40 or something. I hope okay. I'm not like super off on this. Maybe fight. that's so. why. 39. No, you're right. He's old. Okay. I thought he was and, like 41. And his, but... and his wife fights in one championship. Wow. wow yeah. I didn't know that. She, uh, I mean, he, look, he looks real good. So yeah. give him somebody good. No, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they won't. Uh, they probably they won't for a while. They, well, a good fight is him against style. MVP. That's a that's yeah, a phenomenal that's fight. He's only two and one now that I look his record. So maybe I need to learn a bit more. But well, glory. You have to look at his glory record. His glory. Yeah, record, yeah, yeah. that one. Right. Okay. And he uh, did probably, a little bit of that in glory too. Like crazy. Yeah, and then he got really. Uh, yeah, that's a different. That's a different situation. Glory, like he a couple of times he he did that. It was it was effective, but then he felt like serious serious people yeah you know i mean mm-hmm. i'm sure he did oh well, yeah, yeah. Uh, if he, the best fight for him is mvp that's yeah, like that, that that's fun that's a really fun fight but like I, I it's crazy because you see these bellator fights like oh like, yeah they're like they're good but then you put them in like, like ufc like it's so crazy how ufc is just like oh my god like uh, this is, i don't know this is this really makes sense for me it doesn't make sense the the depth of the roster. That's all. Like I'm yeah. looking at this card. I mean, you got Aaron Pico fighting with a big win. Finally, yeah, it's happy really, for him. Yeah, Finally. he really needed that. But uh, anything else you guys want to take away from this Bellator card, or you want to? Well, move I want on? to ask. I want to ask you guys something. Okay, yeah. so we have Amanda Nunes, who arguably is goat. She has one championship in UFC. Cyborg yeah. has four champions in four different organizations. Yeah. Why is Amanda more goat? Than Cyborg, even though yes, she knocked out Cyborg, but besides that, like, what's what's the biggest factor you guys could tell me of why she's just more goat with one UFC belt, whereas Borg has four in four different promotions? Drew, you want to start? Okay, well, look, yeah, but it's a really good point, Mills. But this is also reminds me of the situation like who's the best featherweight of all time? Max Holloway or Jose Aldo? Jose Aldo was the champ for the longest time, but Max Holloway beat Jose Aldo pretty easily twice. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same sort of question. Like, why is one guy known as the best when they beat the other? 
Look, it is really difficult to answer. I would say Amanda Nunes, just because she beat her. And in my opinion, Cyborg still looks like, maybe she's not the best she's ever was. She still looks like she's really, really good. It's not like Nunes beat an old Cyborg. However, I'll play devil's advocate. That fight was extremely wild. I would love one day for them to fight again. She beat her fair and square. She rocked her a couple times even before knocking her out. So she did beat her fair and square pretty fast. But, yeah, it's a tough question. And it comes, if you really think of it, that question comes back over and over, whether it's about, you know, the two women you just mentioned or about some other, like, the featherweight question. It keeps coming back, and it is hard. Like, is Chris Weidman better than Anderson Silva because he knocked him out? Like, is he the best middleweight of all time? You know what I mean? It's it's weird. Drew, what do you think? Uh, I'll go with uh, Nunes. Uh, I just think that Nunes beat tougher opponents. I mean, I'm looking at Cyborg. And Cyborg beat really good girls, too. It's not like Cyborg yeah. beating Tin Can's whole career. I mean, she was destroying <laughs> everybody. You know what I mean? Like, when you beat somebody like Connor, like, if he went to the decision with Cowboy five-round split decision, we'd be saying, ah, you know, I don't want to see him fight anybody. Like, give him Mike Perry. But he killed him, right? So Cyborg was doing the yeah. same thing to girls forever since fucking 2005. Yeah. And she, you know, she beat Kunitskaya, beat Holly Holm decisively, Tanya Avenger, Felicia Spencer, Julia Budd. Like, these are good girls. And uh, I don't know. I just look at Nunes and what she's done. I mean, Shevchenko twice. That's crazy. Yeah. Just that is crazy. Is that like, the most like compelling yeah. thing about like Nunes is the, the Valentina twice? Is that the most like compelling thing about like her streak? Well, to me, it's the side. Well, she had, yeah, but she also had kicked head Holly, kicked Holly to Holm. death. You know what I mean? Like, like we were talking about Cyborg that. Cyborg didn't do that. To her Jermaine it. twice Jermaine is fucking good man Jermaine I think Jermaine, is really good Jermaine and Cyborg would be a good fight to be honest I it think Jermaine be. might even take it you know possible yeah great fights but no Cyborg if we're talking Gwalt rankings I'll go Cyborg number second two, maybe unless yeah. Shevchenko keeps obliterating everybody which he probably will but I would love to see the rematch like my brother said I think that fight was too short and uh, I want to see like a five round technical stand up maybe some takedowns but what, would, exactly like what you said, like like uh, like the high caliber fighters. If Valentina's fighting, like I, I don't want to say it, but the 125 division compared yeah. to the 115 and 135 is like scrap. It's probably even lower than a 145. If Valentina if, keeps on killing these girls, is that gonna cement her legacy as much as what Cyborg and Nunes did? No. Depends how long she does it for, maybe. But it really—it's really all about that competition. Well, we have to see yeah. like some up-and-coming 125ers who would give her a little bit of problems, and then she could finish them. Then, yeah, for sure. But it's all about the competition. But she's killing these girls for now, so she's on like the good path. You know what I mean? Like it's not like, yeah, who the hell's at 125? Valentina's going the distance. Like she's knocking out a lot of them, and so yeah, it really is that competition. It depends. The division needs—it's pretty young division, so. We'll see. I, I, th I think we're going to see Shevchenko fight Nunes again. Uh, probably very soon, I think. I think if Shevchenko wins her next fight, I mean, there's no one really even left to book for Nunes, and Shevchenko, there's going to be no one left to book for her. So uh, I think we're going to see that third fight sooner rather than later. I, see, I'm not even that down for that fight. Me too. I'm not down. She's Why? so small. She's, she's so small. Yeah, she's the... What's it? Nunes? She fought at 135. One, didn't she fight at 145? Yeah, she's the champ. She's the champ. Yeah, she's the champ. Oh my god, sorry. She's the champ at 145 too. So, yeah. sorry, I thought for some. I knew she fought. That. I knew she was a double champ. I thought she gave that belt away. 
Um, for some reason, I don't know why. Why the hell got so, it not? So Hudo, so Hudo gave the the one twenty. So Hudo gave it away. Okay. And Nunes uh, kept. She's both. still double chunk. Okay, she, yep. she didn't give it away. Anyway, the point is, come on, Valentina. She's she's not a one forty five. You know what I mean? Like Nunes, huge compared to her, but she still did well against her. Yeah, a very close fight. Yeah, so. she still did well, but I'm not that down for it. Let Valentina do her own thing. Yeah, True. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. All right, so. That sums up Bellator and now UFC uh, Blades versus Dos Santos from Raleigh, North Carolina. It was also Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, main event, Curtis Blades, TKO's Junior Dos Santos in the second round. Um, some other notable performances. Michael Chiesa beats RDA. Kind of a, not a boring fight, but I yeah. think, uh, you know, RDA gets shut down like we've seen before. I think... The game plan is pretty much out there on how to beat RDA. Just got to neutralize him with some takedowns. Uh, My God, Alex, how big is Michael Chiesa? Yeah, he's fucking big. Dude. How the hell did he ever make 155? <laughs> big boy. He's walking around at 200, apparently. Yeah. So, really? Oh my. Yeah, he's a monster, man. That's crazy, man. You would think Jeez. that like he's he would weigh probably like walking around at like 185, 200. No, no, he's a big boy. He's really big, man. I'd like to see him. You know, I'd like to see him against Colby. That's what he called out. I called them out. Yeah, Call- exactly. I'd love to see him against Colby. <laughs> Me too. I find that fight amazing. I hope they make that. It's a nice comeback fight for Colby too. Three and zero at welterweight. Yeah, looking very good. Uh, Makes sense. Yes, uh, Alex Perez submits Jordan Espinosa. Angela Hill with a big win. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, not so many other big names. So if you guys want to just touch on the main event, what do you think of Curtis Blades and does he deserve a title shot, Mills? Well, it's uh, I'll go I'll go back to another question asking you guys: uh, Is is beating JDS now impressive as it was five years ago? Definitely not, but still impressive. The way he did it was impressive. That he hurt him with striking, but no, it's definitely not not as impressive as before. Yeah. yeah. So if, if if you're beating JDS now, it's like mm, yeah. yeah, not not the biggest. Not the, the, I don't know, not the best win on his, you know, his record. But JDS still, you know, like he loses one, wins one, still looks okay at time. Like he's good, like in glimpses. Like he's not. If you see like highlights of JDS, he'll still look kind of similar. But I don't know. He lost a lot of what he had before. But it's still really impressive. I have to admit. I, I was. You weren't impressed, Drew, at all. Yeah, no, I was impressed. I, yeah. I like the fact that Blades couldn't take him down. Uh, JDS is really hard to take down other than I think Kane might have been the only one that I could remember at least taking JDS yeah. down. Uh, so yeah no I was impressed with Curtis's stand up he's getting better better in all aspects and he's gonna have to get good at the stand up cause look at the champ Stipe killers uh, there yeah. wrestling Stipe is not easy unless you're DC and even at that that couldn't even work wrestling DC have fun with that uh, wrestling in Ganu have fun with he that he lost already to him twice he lost to Ganu twice so yeah. you need to stand with these monsters at least just even for a bit just to survive so I'm I'm happy to see that his striking is evolving I think <laughs> the winner of Ganu and Jarzinho deserves a title shot ooh yeah, yeah that's that's, a, that's the real contender wait. sport yeah that's, that's a, a good one fight. someone goes to bed and that well you never know there but uh yeah, one more fight for Curtis. One more as we wait to see Stipe and DC. You never know. Maybe they book Curtis and Stipe if Stipe doesn't want to give DC the trilogy. So I well, wouldn't. Depends, be, uh, depends how Stipe's feeling. Depends how he's feeling. Like, uh, 
Apparently, I thought they're... the five was booked though. I thought the trilogy was booked. Am I wrong? No, nah, he, he's still I, he's still technically I don't think injured. It's booked. Yeah, he's injured. Who's injured? Stipe? Stipe. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's somebody who's gonna be thrown in this mix shortly, and I'm counting down the days. I don't know, but he posted on his Instagram not too long ago saying, oh, "March, meet me in yeah, March, meet me in Vegas." Uh, Enter Rumble. Rumble Johnson <laughs> at a lean 240, <laughs> looking to fucking kill. Yeah. Oh my god. Definitely could be the future heavyweight champ. I'm not putting it past them, but. Yeah, that's a uh, okay. Don't give him Curtis Blades as his not first fight. Don't you know, give him but JDS give, maybe. Or... Give him Derek give him Lewis. Greg, Greg Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he would devour Greg. Look, I feel wow. bad. I don't, know. I don't even I feel know. bad for Rumble's first opponent because it's gonna be like, okay, let's put him in with somebody you know who's like tied to Ivasa. Oh, that's good. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, how's Rumble going to look? Boom, dead two seconds because he didn't lose a beat. I'm sure he's still been working hard, working like a monster. And when you're just dying to get back in there. Yeah, but he's been, he's been bodybuilding. Like Bodybuilding is a bit of like, a weird it's a stretch. It's a, yeah, it's a, very, it's, a, it's a stretch. Bodybuilding. That, yeah. Like, train, the MMA training. Like he's probably now he's like doing MMA training now. But he was for a while he was like bodybuilding. Just bodybuilding. Yeah. Like, look, you guys – you guys know more than me about that shit, obviously. But, I mean, when I think of bodybuilding and MMA, I think of one guy. Name is John Jones. And when he came back from bodybuilding, he kicked DC's head off. Well, well, that's that's different. He was powerlifting. Powerlifting okay. and bodybuilding are two different okay. things. Yeah, completely different. Uh, do you know Rumble? He said on the Food Truck Diaries that he got up to 300 pounds of muscle. <laughs> and he admitted, without actually saying it, that he, he's... He had to be away from the testing pool for a while because he was obviously <laughs> taking a lot of steroids. Yeah, bodybuilding. Yeah, no, he got to bring him back in. Juice <laughs> no, he doesn't need. He doesn't. Honestly, he doesn't even need it. His punching power is insane. Imagine, oh just imagine God. a couple fights. He kills yeah. a couple guys. Then fights in Yanu or something. Yes. Oh my. Okay, if, if if Rumble, okay, if you give Rumble like his first fight back, a guy like Derek Lewis or like even Curtis Blaze, just to throw him in there, and he knocks That's them hard. out like visually in the first oh round, you give him the Ganu. Like yeah. I, I, I get Stipe, give him the Ganu. Let's see what happens. Let's and, and you know what? Let's throw some PEDs in there. Let's just yeah. let's put him on the side. Oh my god, oh, I can't he, even imagine because he's we, so we fast. Of, Rumble. We thought of a good opponent for him his first uh, fight back. Do you remember? Uh, you told me. Yeah, we 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 had come to the agreement that he, if he comes back, tied to Ivasa, no? No, no, Volkov. Oh yeah, yeah, we oh, did. Yeah, yeah, Volkov yeah. It's, yeah. Good, it's a good stand-up fight. I could see Volkov going to bed. It's a fun fight. Or JDS yeah. too. JDS fight. He's kind of chinny, so it wouldn't take much. But that would be a good fight. They're both a, boxers. It'd be good. That's a good fight. That's actually. I, really I, I want to. I, I hope say they that. make that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good fight. Yeah. All right. So, um, moving on from the actual fights, I think uh, we'll end this cast with uh, some news mm -hmm. and uh, grabbing all the headlines. Uh, again, we'll, we started with Connor. We'll end with Connor. Uh, Stephen A. Smith going back and forth with Joe Rogan. Uh, Connor McGregor issues a statement to Stephen A. Smith asking him to apologize. Stephen A. responds. Everything's pretty respectful, you know, Stephen A doing his job. He's got to keep it classy. I mean, is this the last time we see him broadcasting UFC, especially after all this? I don't know. But what do you guys think about Stephen A and the UFC and all these uh, recent headlines, Keek? 
Uh, I didn't like what he had said in the beginning. When I was originally watching the broadcast right after the pay-per-view, not gonna lie, I didn't like what he was saying because, I don't know, MMA, we're like a tight-knit community. When you see like an outsider, yeah, yeah I know he's uh, he was in basketball and boxing and I don't really know anything else about that, but <laughs> you kind of, you tend to, I have to admit, like, uh, we're a little like, we're very like a tacky when it's somebody who's not in our sport talking shit about it. Especially when, I don't know, did you guys see that video of him throwing those punches? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, I don't know, he was throwing, like, a left hook to the ball. Something crazy. That was horrible. That was, honestly, he looked like, a, like, I don't know, I don't even want to compare him to anything and sound mean, but he looked really bad. But besides all that shit, DC said something, and I'm trying my hardest to agree with him because it seems like such a much of a nicer thing to do. DC is like, guys, why are we giving him such a hard time? He's actually trying to get involved in our sport. He's a big name in broadcasting. He's popular because he does talk a lot of shit. So it might get some new eyeballs on the sport, which is in the end a good thing. But yeah, I can't help but feel a little disrespected. He was talking shit about like one of our heroes in MMA, Donald. He's fights anybody, anytime. And I don't know. I just feel like it wasn't his place to say that. And I really agree with what Rogan was saying, everything he said back to him. You Mills? Nah, you, like uh, you could put your opinions in there. Say like say what you want, but don't ever say that a guy like Cowboys throwing a fight. Like yeah. that's like you, like you don't you don't know this game. You don't know Cowboy. Like that that's that's not your thing. And especially when you're gonna say that shit and post a video of you like punching pads on a guy's ball sacks. That's not gonna fly here. <laughs> yeah, that come on, come on. Not gonna yeah. Lie. So uh, I haven't looked too much into it. To be honest, so uh, happy you guys had had some comments about it. I, I, I would like to see him give him one more chance. I mean, like you said, MMA community, it's different. It's specific. We're very, you know, we take this shit to heart. Somebody says yeah. something like that, you know, we get really offended real quick. But he is a, you know, he's a popular figure, Stephen A. Smith, big yeah. and ESPN, obviously. So uh, I'll give him one more chance. But if he says another stupid thing. He'll have to meet Connor or Rumble in the ring. <laughs> Rumble. He also talked shit about Connor, but quick, quick, I know we have to end it, but yeah. he kept saying over and over, we didn't learn nothing from Connor. That was only 40. He said it over and over, and even on his own, he has some, I don't know if he has a podcast or he has some type of yeah. like other interview platform thing he does. He said it over and over, and a lot of people responded. Big John McCartney on his own podcast responded also. I saw the highlight on my Instagram today. He was like, but what are you talking about? So you're telling me we didn't learn anything against uh, Jorge Masvidal against Ben Askren in five exactly. seconds? You exactly. know what I mean? Like, sometimes fights just happen quick. I, I feel yeah. like we learned a lot from Connor in terms of yeah. how, you know what oh, I mean? So like, much, in that 40 so seconds, his technique, we did learn a lot. So I think he's a little out of line with some of the things he says, but yeah. Yeah. So we are a community, like you said, and we're going to we're gonna keep it that way. Um, so finally, last thing on a... Definitely a sad note. Shocked the world um, yesterday, and uh, no, sorry, Sunday. And uh, you know the whole sports world and every everybody in the world, not only sports, but everybody is feeling the loss of Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Kobe, one of the greatest players to ever do it, along with his daughter, unfortunately, and seven other people on that hell in that helicopter. Rest in peace. We could. Only imagine what the families are going through, and uh, you know, we know the whole world supporting you guys, and uh, you know, God bless the families, and yeah, I mean, there's fuck, there's not much to say about that. It's just a terrible, terrible tragedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. And uh, yeah, so next 
on the cast. We're going to probably be breaking down UFC 247, Jones versus Reyes. So tune in for that. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Yep. Make it happen. All right, boys. Take it easy, boys. Ciao. Take it easy.